2: Dear Rana. We have a dear old friend dropping by the carriage house today.
0: We do, we do. And so
2: I am too excited to barely get through any of this. If there's any business, if there's any reviews, if there's any anything, I want to do it now. now so that I'm prepared because this guy is a dear old friend and he expects... He expects me to roll out the red cap, but let's Rana, just Rana, be... he's been
0: part of Ask Rana now. This will be his third time because his second time was a flash, but he still participated.
2: In the live show. Yes. Yes. In a Valentine's Lonely Hats. He sent Correct. us a little video.
0: And I think uh, I said something that I thought he could have dressed up a little bit more, but then you told me he was watching it and I got really embarrassed.
2: Well, it didn't make it untrue.
0: I guess not. Yeah. Thanks, you Rana. know,
2: Sometimes people need to hear things. I You're wonder right. what he'll be wearing today. Maybe nothing.
0: Maybe nothing. We'll One s- can hope. We'll see
2: if it's a response. That's to, right. Uh, if there's a call and response with his live show appearance. So of course we're welcoming Justin Kirk today. The well,
0: fabulous. You know yeah. him from everything: from Weeds, from uh, Angels, well, in, America, Angels course, in America, Angels in America. He was on know. Perry Mason. This, this, that. He was season.
2: on Perry Mason. Yeah, yes, this past He's year. Yeah,
0: everywhere. Brilliant actor.
2: Incredible. So we're gonna yeah. have him on, but in the meantime, I feel like there's a few we've been a little bit remiss on some of our older. I will say this: people have been writing reviews.
0: They have been, so and we it, should shout them out here. If
2: it's okay with you, I'm gonna dig. I'm dug back a little the bit. The big
0: dig, Ron. To the a big few, dig. exactly
2: to a few that we missed, uh, because I don't want people Before. to think that just because we wrote they wrote them, we were not gonna say that's them. correct. Yeah,
0: that's correct. Yeah. So, so would you like me to kick it off? Always. Okay. Always. EAD 925, five stars only. My only complaint about listening to Ron oh, and Brian- I didn't,
2: I guess I didn't read I this didn't carefully, yeah.
0: Is that on occasion, I laugh so hard that I wake the sleeping baby in my arms who refuses to put be put down in his crib in the middle of the night. <laughs> Worth it, kiss, kiss. Oh,
2: that's cute. Look at that, um, people are losing sleep over this.
0: Exactly. Waking yeah. up their own babies. Yeah. Being that's like, you got to listen to this.
2: That's how great. I bet the baby would give five stars.
0: By the way, the baby's gonna grow up with such a terrific sense of style, humor, refinement.
2: What a fun parent! No kidding. Yeah. Listening to podcasts in the middle of the night while the baby steals their life from them.
0: That's. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Almost Jewish says, "Beloved." That's the headline.
2: Almost Jewish.
0: I've been a longtime fan of Rana's, but somehow didn't learn about this podcast until a few months ago. Since then, I've been devouring the weekly free feed and Patreon episodes, and I'm working my way back through the archives. I have to admit, it's sort of a morbid pleasure to listen back to the questions and advice from the early COVID quarantine days. How innocent we all were. Five stars always for my queen and her court jester. Kiss, kiss.
2: It's pretty good.
0: And finally, Bob, Bobcha... Zenobia oh says, close your eyes, open your ears, dear. Let Rana's melodious voice melodious? Melodious, what do you say?
2: I guess I would say melodious. melodious? melodious? I'd say melodious.
0: Let Rana's melodious voice carry you to Shangri-La on a long boat named Brian.
2: <laughs> Exo forever.
0: <laughs> That's very, very nice.
2: cute. And you know what? That was just one sentence.
0: It can be, this is the great thing about reviews. Yep. That can be one sentence, that can be a thought. They can even be. Stream of consciousness because that that's more the forum for that than the letters we get. Oh yeah, but you can do it all. And I just want to tell everyone in case I don't mention, in, I don't remember if I mentioned it earlier. I'm all in on hacks, Rana. Thank you for that recommendation.
2: Oh, of course, I'm all in on it. Yes, I've been watching people, every episode. If people are looking for a summer watch, that is the uh, that is a great show.
0: Especially in a time where it seems like everything on the. Everything on the air is so
2: depressing. I, what's your most depressing show that you're watching right I'll now? tell
0: you. A depressing show I'm watching that, is, that I Now love. you've got me
2: watching old Datelines again, which I can't believe. But
0: This one yeah. this week was so good.
2: Were you watching? I heard you talking about that. Were you watching a new episode of Dateline or an old episode of Dateline? <laughs>
0: When I taught, when I sometimes I watch new, sometimes I watch old. But the one this week was the new one. It it aired Friday. I just watched it on Peacock. Okay. Yeah, but I'm also watching. You know, Barry Jenkins is doing. Do you want to know what I do? I'm not even kidding. This is what I did last night. This is what I do. I watch. Uh, Barry Jenkins is doing the Underground Railroad. The the Colson Whitehead show. Yeah, it is so stunning. It is so beautiful. I mean, it's like only something. The style of it is only Barry Jenkins. It is very, very difficult to watch. It is very- I bet. very difficult to watch, but it is so stunningly filmed and so gorgeous. I loved like Moonlight. Moonlight.
2: Moonlight was Me absolutely- Me too. An absolute and I loved Beale film. Street.
0: It's yeah. the, it He just knows how to do that. And the acting's stunning. I cannot go to bed on that show. Yeah. So what I do is the Underground Railroad-
2: And then hacks. Wendy. Oh, And then Hacks.
0: hacks. <laughs> no, yeah, I do Hacks after. Yeah. And um, the Lobsterman watched with me and he was like, okay, this show I can go to bed on. So that was good.
2: Oh, I didn't know he really had an opinion.
0: <laughs> no, he I thought he could but- go to
2: bed on any surface, really. Well, he
0: – listen – he, um, His we got just st-
2: sleeping on top of a storage container. he really. can sleep yeah. on anything.
0: And we got yeah. in a knockdown drag on drag out fight because I said, no, it wasn't. It's a railroad in the series. It wasn't actually a railroad. And he was like, "Yes, it was, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was no. It I have isn't. to say, so- I've
2: always found that very confusing. Sure. As a child, anyway. I wanted to well, know yeah, as a
0: kid, maybe. where
2: the railroad was. Because well, it Portia
0: found it confusing. Remember yeah. on Atlanta? She thought oh. it was real.
2: How about Portia? I mean, by the time this comes out, I don't God. know whether she'll be in a relationship or not, but did you know that she's dating Fallon's ex-husband? And is engaged it's... to him?
0: Which is crazier, that or Benifer 2.0? I can't tell.
2: They'll both be over by the time this is. There's no question about it. I gotta
0: it. say, every picture of Benifer, they both look really angry.
2: They don't look like they're having a good time. I only saw the pictures of them in Montana. Have there been other pictures?
0: No, I guess that was the one I saw. But every picture I've seen, they look really unhappy, which means they must be flying off the walls in whatever place they're staying at or stayed at.
2: Well, I wonder if they're both getting back at people. I don't know what's going on there Something's being devised. Yeah. 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 All Should
0: we jump right in? Our terrific guest is here.
2: That's exactly what we should do. I'd love to.
0: Good. (laughs)
2: Rana here, and I am so excited to tell you about our newest sponsor, ZocDoc. So many people put their personal health priorities to the side during the pandemic, and there has never been a better time for an app like ZocDoc. With ZocDoc, whether you're looking for a primary care physician, a dentist, a dermatologist, a psychiatrist, pardon me, an eye doctor, whatever specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. You go on the app, you search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. So, if you don't have a friend like Rana that you can text and say, "What about this one? What about that one? Who do I go for the two for this mole, etc., cetera, etc.?" Cetera. Zocdoc is absolutely the answer. Go to ZocDoc.com slash and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free. Pardon me. Now is absolutely the time to prioritize your health all over again. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor Dirt FM. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. If you're that sort of person. I have a staff. Excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Brian. Rana. I know he's I mean, a friend of the show, okay? So we act very casual. Is. But he's an absolute Hollywood star. And I don't know if he is on Zoom with us from the highest street in Hollywood. That's the impression I'm getting.
0: I was about to say, I feel like if David Lynch made
1: Mulholland Drive like a comedy, that's what this house looks like. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I happen to know? David Lynch lives not that far from here. Really? I actually uh, drove past his uh, house slash office. I think it's called Asymmetrical Films in a sort of stalkery kind of way because... I, I, I'm, I'm. You're a, a yeah.
2: huge fan. I'm, a, David I'm an
1: aficionado, to say yeah. the least. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Did you instantly start meditating? Does that
0: just happen right when you get around his house?
1: <laughs> I did. My mantra just started popping right out of my. Uh,
2: Fantastic.
1: My mouth.
0: Justin, your place is gorgeous. I mean, we're only seeing Thanks. the background, but it looks like a Hollywood movie. What's up? Stunning. Look at
2: that. Is that one of the minions from Universal City?
1: <laughs> that is Universal over there. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I thought I've I saw waving. Harry
2: Potter's castle.
1: I was hoping that the fireworks would happen at night. I haven't seen them yet, but anyway. Gorgeous. Uh, yes, I moved during
2: the pandemic,
1: uh, the lockdown, indeed. Uh, lived in my home for 18 years and uh, thought, why not? Seems like a good time to hire a bunch of movers and. Sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but see, that Get makes you perfect. That makes you perfect for our show because we're always giving people advice. Well, not that you weren't perfect to begin with, but you are just like one of our listeners. You've made a move during the pandemic in order mm. to, sh- to shift the energy around the pandemic, which That's is right. what people have been trying Had to do. Had you been
0: thinking about moving pre pandemic? No. Or did, was just well, being at home all the time. Well, or
1: something? Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I think on a couple of occasions I thought, will I ever leave? Because I liked my old place. And then just uh, uh, drunkenly with a friend one night was like, maybe it's time. And then put some feelers in and here we are. Lovely.
2: How are you settling into the new space? Is it tough to be in a new space after being in an old space it's for very 18 good. years? Or do you not even remember the old space now?
1: It's funny you say that. That's a, I, I, uh, once I had made the choice and and got over here, I, d- I didn't even like, and then I you know, sold the old place and, I didn't even like going over there. I was like, it's that's that's yesterday's news, man.
2: You know, I was watching Phantom Thread yesterday.
1: Mm,
2: for, for sure. The, I don't know, four thousandth time. You got it. And it just popped up. And he says to her, he's dying to get rid of it. They have that wonderful scene with the asparagus where he <laughs> throws a tantrum. She's driving him says, crazy. Why would you? Ever, you know how I like my asparagus, and he says that I can't remember exact the exact quote, but he is he is in, amazed at his own gallantry that he even can pretend to enjoy her asparagus. And as when a person who's
1: <laughs> only seen it once, uh, it's not poisoned, right? That's not the poison. no, not, not yet. yet, not, <laughs> not yet, <laughs> yeah.
2: Very shortly after, in fact, the scene right after she right. poisons you know, him.
0: It gives me an idea, Rana. Oh yeah. I wouldn't mind phantom threading you, only because I feel like you'd appreciate me more
2: if you just knocked me down a little notch. It just and got you a little, just made Justin, me vulnerable. It, has anyone
0: tried to <laughs> phantom thread you? Anyone I tried mean, to I make you there, sick there, so you'd there, love there have them been more?
1: Times where I felt a little, uh, you know, something was wrong in the tummy. So <laughs> maybe that was what had happened, and never I did I certainly didn't could see
2: you as a candidate for that. I will say that.
1: I I, I I could I, see I,
2: that you would have a couple of girlfriends who wanted to just knock you back a little bit and make you need them a little bit more.
1: One but- time, I, uh, my 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 Chrysler Sebring convertible had <laughs> been <laughs> slit down the top uh, in my dr- uh, driveway, and I always assumed that was something, you know whoa excellent. or ex's boyfriend or something or I don't know. Yeah. Yep. I mean, what are we gonna do? We can if we, you can't really go down that hole, or else your par- your paranoia will just oh, you just pretended, didn't,
2: you just pretend you just got the roof fixed, and that was that. You moved on. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: actually, listen. The times Brian that, uh,
2: would be investigating that in a trench coat. I would have I,
1: already changed my name. I would, yeah. have gone, I would have gone into hiding for a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, look. I was that that home that we were speaking of uh, was broken into twice. Oh and on gosh. one occasion, at least, I assumed it was probably <laughs> someone I knew. It's but right, But then sure. what are you going to do? What are you going to just, like, you just have to say, all right, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't on.
2: What the did they take, <laughs> the people that well, you Well, it's funny. The, fir- the first
1: time, uh, it was just a, a quick break, smash and grab, and took the laptop. Sure. Okay. The second time was a professional job. The second oh time God. I came home and the door was slightly ajar and... The TV had been removed from the wall, which, I mean, I would never even know how to do that. Right. Yeah. Things were turned over. The, you know, drawers were They had were spent
2: time in there.
1: They uh, spent some time and obviously knew the time to come, you know, that I was Wait, How like,
2: long were you out of the house? Were you working at that I time? I was
1: rehearsing a play. Uh-huh. And uh, and then I came home in the evening, and and so I don't know when that happened, but I yeah. had been was gone
0: all helter all skelter written on the wall or anything. And in in uh, it just said pig. <laughs>
1: okay. it just said pig in uh, uh, blood. Blood. I, I I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, I would have gotten out of there sooner than you did. Justin, well, are you going to have a Hollywood party? Are you gonna have a well, big Hollywood party for your new place I mean, by Joe that, Collins I, or something. I'm, I,
1: I'm 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 awaiting my my CB2 uh, table and chairs, Fair which enough. Uh, should be arriving anytime. And then uh, then uh, I feel so bougie talking like this on the on the podcast. Oh no, but, so I mean, people you know,
2: don't think CB2 um, is very fancy. So okay, ahead, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, you're talking exactly to right. Rana. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking of. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yes, those are – it's outdoor – my uh, – You're as, to as, I, your have, I have a lovely home here with the crazy view and everything. But, yeah, I don't – I think were I to bring uh, a large amount of people, it would be an outdoor scenario.
0: Well, so Ron and I just read Hollywood Wives by Jackie Collins. So we could yeah. put together the guest list, Ronna.
1: Oh.
2: Oh, easily. I mean, we easily. would ja-
0: – Joan Collins would for sure be there.
2: Yeah. We'd have we'd, to get Wolfgang Puck Wolf and the King other Puck. guy from Mama's on to cater it.
0: Brent of acara would come. Yeah. Uh, we try to get Daniel Steele. If she Shakira town.
2: and Michael Caine. I hate to tell Shakira. you, Justin, Justin could invite them. He played Michael Caine's son in a movie.
0: That's true. Okay, yeah. perfect. We got that. We got a party now. This what did great. you?
2: I want to go back to one thing because what I was going to say. His quote was from Phantom Thread. Just to finish that. Oh yes. Sorry. Was not at all. Was a house that doesn't change is a dead house. So that was what, I, what made me think of the change from moving, that a house has to always be evolving and moving forward. And does the house said.
1: also mean everything, us, our lives, our our. I personal. think it does,
2: particularly yeah. for him. But yeah. what I really want to know is what Michael Caine was like. And then we have to move on because this really isn't what this show is about.
1: Michael Caine so, was a lot yeah. of fun. We did this movie in. Uh, did you meet
2: Shakira, the wife?
1: That's oh, what we really for a know. second, I was thinking, what's the connection? between yes, <laughs> no. we we had dinner. We, <sighs> uh, uh, um, oh my God, what a class act she
0: is! She's beautiful.
1: She was lovely, and he was super cool, and enjoyed you know uh, a drink in the hotel bar and telling old Hollywood stories. Sure. Sometimes you know repeating them because one forgets as uh, one does yeah. after yeah. drinks yeah. or many age plus drinks, age sure. plus drinks. I don't, I know it. <laughs> But, but a raconteur,
2: fun. a bit of a racontour,
1: Yeah, and super friendly and.
2: And, and fun, Shakira was, was she stunning? And did she say Beautiful. a word?
1: Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. She. She. Uh, 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 yes. Of course. Yes.
2: Oh, does she? I bet she just asks a well placed question.
1: I think that's true too. Look, I'm an old drunk too, so I barely remember. Sure. I think this was uh, twenty eleven, so that's ten years ago now, for God's sake. Sure. Pranks. She might have been like, Michael, you already told that one or something. <laughs> that's right. No, she didn't join us oh, for no. the hotel uh, bar drinks. Uh, got it. She was I would she was on Rodeo Drive say, going into I This don't was even in know. Paris. No, we I hate were in, to tell.
0: Paris, oh, in Paris. Brussels yeah. and Clone. Wow. Yeah. So she was at the Evian spa or something. Who knows? <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
2: I think she would sit at the dinner, that she would come to dinner with, the, was it just the three of you or was the someone uh, else? The director
1: as well. So it was, And
2: I assume she just sort of said, so tell me, Justin, where did you grow up? Or something like that. And you say, oh, and you said, wherever you said, Minnesota, Seattle, whatever you said. Yeah, yeah. And she said, oh, isn't that fascinating? We were in Seattle once.
0: Oh, like a hostess.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I imagine. <laughs> That she keeps the conversation going. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's looking like she's gorgeous. Here right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, she Rana. We should put her on a future guest list. See if she'll oh,
2: come definitely. We'll yeah, talk sure. to Hannah. We'll get Shakira Kane.
0: We'll get on Shakira there. Kane.
2: Uh, I bet sure. she's
0: never been on a podcast.
2: I bet. <laughs> <laughs> we I bet would that's be her All first. she does. These she's days. been dying be really to be ever add, ever Dying now. to be asked this whole time. No, that's she's right. probably in Pilates. Then she drinks a gallon of water. Then she does her correspondence. Yeah, and then she takes probably a thirty-two minute nap,
1: <laughs> and Delicious. then it's time
2: to start preparing for the evening. Terrific. Yeah,
0: Ronna, would you like me to read the first question? No, I'm gonna read. <laughs> okay, good.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm glad.
2: Hello, Ronna and Brian, and lovely guest, if applicable.
1: Mm, it, it is. That's it's you a, for sure
2: on every level. Thank you for you, your wonderful show. I am so obsessed with this podcast. From the coffee to the wonderful gift recommendations during Veronica, this podcast has been my silver lining all of this past year. People need to come up with a new expression other than silver lining, Frank.
0: Wow, Ron, that was a compliment we just got.
2: Well, I'd like a more original one. Okay. But thank you nonetheless.
0: You're oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: I am writing to you today with a bit of a sticky situation, and I would appreciate your critical yet solid advice on how to approach the situation. A bit of background. I hope this doesn't put me over the impending word limit. This question involves three people, myself, my boyfriend, Carson, and my best friend, Julia.
1: I like, I like where this is going.
2: This is going to be your kind of question. (laughs) Anything that involves three people. Carson Kressley
1: and Julia (laughs) Roberts. I don't know what
2: that means, but go ahead. A few months ago, Julia and her long-term boyfriend broke up. It was sad at the time, but they both handled it pretty well. Since then, uh, and since we've all been vaccinated, myself and my boyfriend have been doing more social activities with some of my friends. About a month ago, we were out out in a bigger city... Okay, whatever that means. And Julia was lamenting about how nice Carson was, and how he was such a great boyfriend. I agreed. She then told Cass that he should pretend to be her boyfriend for the weekend too, so that she would have an excuse if any men tried to talk to her. Excuse me. She said to me, "Oh, don't you? Oh, you don't mind sharing him, do you?" I did. <laughs> Oh boy. Sharing him. What is this, 1983? That sounds like a soap opera line.
1: Yeah. Doesn't
0: it? You don't mind.
2: Yeah. Shakira Kane might have said something like that in her lifetime. You don't mind if we share him, do you? Yep. Since then, there have been a few more odd encounters. She remarked to me how cute he is, and she seems to always corner him into talking whenever we hang out. I'm not worried about him doing anything, but I feel as if she's crossing a line, question mark. I especially felt that way when, his path, when this past weekend, after going out, she decided that she would be staying the night at our apartment instead of going home to her own place after a few drinks. This would have been fine, but everyone else we were with went home to their own homes, and she continued to insist on crashing at our place. She also reminded me about five times that she, quote, didn't mind if Carson and I had sex while she slept on the couch right outside of our bedroom.
0: Got it.
2: I assured her each time that we were both very tired and no sex would be had. (laughs) But she continued to insist. I Am I overreacting to her comments? Should I say anything at all? Or should I just let it uh, lay it to rest? Thank you both, and I hope Brian gives some some kind of advice about getting one or the other to ingest bleach. XX, please don't use my name.
0: Hmm, Justin, what do you we have think? no
2: sense of. Do, uh, not th-
1: I'm, I'm wondering, do we do you have any? Do we have any sense of the how old these people are? Like, well, are they 22 or are they 60?
2: I think they're 28. Or twenty six. Sure. They're twenty six. God, but now I wish 32. they were sixty. I know I, that would be fine. If they were sixty, it's no question. It's a threesome. She's looking. for.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, yes. Exactly. <laughs> I think you're probably right. Like late twenties, early thirties, maybe.
2: Yeah. They. She lives with a boyfriend, but they're not married, and people still think it's okay to crash at people's houses after a few drinks, and you know. It's sort of, it feels late 20s, early 30s to me. I mean,
1: if she means it, and it's true that she says that she trusts the boyfriend, but not the friend,
2: then she should just take it
1: as a, uh, you know, as like, wow, I guess I've got a happening boyfriend that everybody wants.
2: Could you ever really trust your boyfriend? Well, that's what do you think, Justin? Having been a boyfriend, do you think? (laughs) I
1: I can't remember. uh, But um, yeah, well, I guess it all depends on Julie, too. I like how she names Julie, but not uh, she. She won't won't identify herself. It's true. Um, uh, Quite, quite possibly. I mean, we don't we just don't know how he feels about, about Julie. Also, the first time where he said, where she said, can he pretend to be my boyfriend? I mean, did that mean when they were all out together and they were going to pretend it was a sort of polyamorous scenario and mm-hmm. that he was there with his two wives? I, I don't know. I mostly have I, I think she was going to have. Yeah, do, me yeah. too. Me
2: too. <laughs> yeah.
0: My first question, which I think is clear, I was like, "Is this a guy writing in or, or a woman?" But mm. I think if it were a guy writing in, he wouldn't obviously be threatened that his boyfriend might be doing. Something well, if right. so so do it was a guy a writing
1: woman. in, they'd all be having sex at this. At this
0: it's point. True. I, everyone would be <laughs> effing, effing, effing. I do. I I would not like this personally if I were. Oh yeah, Julie's the not
2: your friend, you?
0: Yeah, I think that. Um, I think that I would not – I'm sure you do trust your boyfriend, but why put anyone in a situation where someone wants someone or the two of you and you don't want that back? I mean, I I do think it's wild. to me, really, it goes from, okay, she might have a crush on your boyfriend, to she wants to hear him have sex. Like, that's spank bank bank material for her somehow. Or it's the two of you. It would make me very uncomfortable, and I would say, you know – I would say give up your boyfriend. She won. You know, that's my ultimate advice. Break up.
2: Ju- Julia won or. For who sure. Won?
0: Julia sounds way more exciting.
2: <laughs> she sounds
0: like she's up for anything.
1: She sounds maybe like she's the she, risk taker. Maybe yeah. the one that she really loves <laughs> is the letter writer. And so she's pitching the boyfriend of it all to try to open up this throuple. Exactly.
2: Well, exactly. that could be something too.
1: No, get
0: rid of Julia. Is what I say.
2: Julia has to go
0: out of your house, at least. But this is,
1: yeah, not. No
2: more drunken nights with Julia. I know that's a hard thing to say because you, however old you are, and that's all there are are drunken nights.
1: Although I.
2: Unless you want to have a threesome with Julia, that's also I option. enjoy.
1: Maybe you can keep, but at least back in the day, anyway, I always enjoyed listening to sex. Uh, from, really, from outside the door. I worked uh, at the. Wait, Royalton, did you have the opportunity? Ho- I yeah. worked at the Royalton Hotel as a uh, overnight uh, bell- bellboy. And, sure. Uh, and so uh, often, when, when you would check in a particularly uh, lascivious looking couple, you just return in 20 minutes or so and, and, and see what you can hear. Do you know why? Really? It, it was a different time. It was a you different know what
0: the, time. Where's, the, where's, that, I, where's
2: that Sophia Coppola directed short film? Ah, <laughs> no kidding.
0: <laughs> if I worked at a hotel. Yeah. I would do anything I could to sort of get me through the night. That sounds – I don't blame you one bit for that. That sounds like a time. There was a lot nice of
1: speed, time. too, if I remember. I was taking – <laughs> they were called mini-thins. Mini-thins. Uh, oh, I mini remember those. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, speed, d-
2: no was that? You could buy West them at, like, the yeah. gas
1: station. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was essentially it was essentially the first step of meth. It was pseudo evidence. That's
2: right.
0: That's yeah. right. Wait, you were taking the mini things oh, yeah. or people at well, the I was hotel? Well, working work? midnight to
2: eight, oh, so yeah. you, <laughs>
1: you're damn right I was. You're right. Pro-meth, pro-meth. We're all pro-meth. <laughs> And, you know, 23 or 24 years old, so. Um, Fun. Did anyone
2: the, ever invite you into the hotel room?
1: Great question. I mean, I don't, I feel like if I answer, um, I, I think so. Not, not, nothing nothing ever thrilling as thrilling as i would like to happen let's put it that way sure i was out of town when apparently anna nicole smith and her oh, friends dear. were there and they were they were inviting uh bellman et cetera, to come and join and, and wow and interact and i was doing like a play in new jersey or something like an asshole sure yeah
2: well you can tell us that story now because she's long deceased yeah I so you I
1: mean it, it as a compliment. Yeah. 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 And of I course. think it
2: only enhances her reputation. Oh, for my. Guess. I don't think yeah. any of
1: us would question that she liked an adventure.
2: No, she was a libertine. No. A libertine.
1: I watched a. There was a bio, some TV bio on her recently, and it sounds like she uh, she was always up for for some new adventure. All
2: kinds of adventures. I'm sure. Yeah, she was yeah. cool. Sure
0: I could watch yeah. her. Present that award to Al Pacino for the rest of my life. Did you foresee it? <laughs> Come on. Is that true? She says he's, ne- or I don't maybe it's in an interview where they're like, who do you like? And she just goes on <laughs> about Al Pacino and it's incredible. Right. Or, right. Yeah,
2: it's really good. Uh, Julia has to go, dear. Julia has design, unless you're open to this arrangement, but I think Justin's on to something. She's got designs on somebody here. Yeah, and it's either you, it or, might it's be you. or it's him. You're both right, of you. Justin. That's I have, right.
1: Fact. I have sympathy for Julia, though. I mean, I feel, I feel like I feel like she's she's sad right now. She's uh, this relationship she's a
2: little ended,
1: messing. and uh, she's looking for love. Well,
2: she's With looking familiar for With faces And all
1: the wrong right. Yeah, right.
2: Looking penub. <laughs>
1: what does that mean? That's Gumby from SNL. Oh <laughs> right,
2: he had his own album, and he's saying it instead of <laughs> looking for love. He's saying "wookin' for Eddie Murphy, early uh, Eddie Murphy, it's just the, the fact that he played Gumby. But I don't know how long he played Gumby. He just yeah. kept doing Gumby sketches. Uh, <laughs> In any event, uh, yes, don't, you just have to be, first of all, you have to try not to put yourself into these situations with her in the first place, if you don't want to be in them. But other than that, you have to be firm and you have you to say, maybe I'm just calling you an Uber.
1: Yeah. Maybe just sit her down, have a drink or three and be like, what's really happening here? And not then, about, I mean, honestly, maybe she'll probably start the crying best or maybe they'll start kissing. Who knows?
0: Yeah.
2: Either way, you'd like a front row seat. Either either way, (laughs) call us.
0: That's right. But just beware that when you invite her to that dinner, she there's a chance she'll show up looking exactly like you. Like I would start checking has she cut her <laughs> has she cut her hair recently? Has she changed yeah. her
1: wardrobe? Yep. That sort of a thing.
0: And this, this meeting
1: be... should take place Sans boyfriend, of course. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not uh, near a balcony.
2: And she absolutely is sending signals letting you know that she's open to this. I mean, she Definitely. is open, you know. I wanna Sit outside your door like a dog while you have sex. And for
0: you you to repeatedly have to say like, no, we're not having sex tonight. That is so outrageous. She is, she's (laughs) dropping these hints hard. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's also putting you in a situation though where you have to start being the school mom a little bit. Yeah. And so it makes- it could start affecting the sexiness of the dynamic you have with your boyfriend. Because you keep having to shut it down every time she's around. So yep. it means you go home and you shut down by the time you get home. You're not interested in any of that. Yeah. And so he might actually start looking over to Julia a little bit. Hmm. Just saying. Wow, Rana. Well, well, well. Uh, all right, dear. Why should why don't, we go should to... we, Why don't we go to number two?
0: Okay, perfect.
2: Did we close the book on number one, do you think? I think so. Yeah.
0: Oh, actually, there was a note on the on the thing that said this letter is, is a woman. This letter writer is a woman, so we know that for sure now. Yeah. Not that I mean, I think we did before anyway.
2: Okay. I think we did.
0: Dear Ron and Brian, I've been a longtime fan of and both
2: Justin, of, of course,
0: and Justin. Yeah. I've been a lot. A – lo- I'm just quoting here. Sure. I've been a longtime fan of both of your various projects over the years and a listener of Ask Rana with Brian since the very beginning. I've learned so much from the advice you share with people, and I'm, I've often fantasized about writing in with a question myself.
1: Now Today that I is a,
0: that day. Today is that day. Fan, we make fantasies come true <laughs> in the form of an email. Now that I have a reason to write in, I'm not feeling so fantastical. Oh. My partner and I, gay, are financially incompatible. We've been together five years and lived together for three. We moved together right after I graduated from college and I had pennies to my name. Oh, I think they're saying, and I had pennies to my name. He has worked, I guess when someone says pennies to my name, it's not that they're rich. It's that they have, you know, it's
2: pennies. Oh, just a couple pennies.
0: I, exactly. I was like, oh, pennies, honey. I don't know why I read it <laughs> as if few words. He has worked as a I've C. I've got
2: so many pennies. So many you, pennies. yeah. yeah.
0: He has worked as a CNA.
2: What's a CNA?
0: They don't say.
2: All right. I'll look that up while you're talking.
0: He has worked as a CNA in various settings the entire time we've been together. We've built a life together that I cherish, but it always feels like we can't-
2: Certified nursing assistant.
0: Okay. We've built a life together that I cherish, but it always feels like we can't quite get ahead. I'm always making ends meet. This is nothing new for me. I've always supported myself since I moved to New York City at 18. My partner is about seven years older than me, and he usually has his middle-class parents to fall back on if he was in desperate need of help. I love how we complement each other in almost all other aspects of our relationship. But come on, we all know that conflict about money is the number one relationship killer. When I say we're financially incompatible, I mean that I keep track of almost every dollar in and out of my checking account, and he has no idea what his account balance is. I dream of being able to have six months worth of living expenses saved up as an emergency fund, and he at times has let his account go into negative for weeks at a time. I didn't even know this was possible. Last week, I pressed him for more information about where he stood financially and found out he won't have enough money to pay his share of the rent. We're at a point where I'm basically part of his family, and sometimes the topic of marriage comes up, but I know that in reality, we have no future if this behavior continues. However, I do believe that good financial habits can be learned, and I feel dumb and in love enough to stay with him if he commits to learning them. Where do I need to draw the line and decide to break things off for my own financial safety and mental well-being? I don't want to present him with an ultimatum, but but this is beyond ridiculous in my opinion." I'm begging you two for any advice that you have. I'm turning twenty. I'm turning twenty six in a few weeks, which may not be the worst age for a man, according to Rana. But I feel like it's a close <laughs> second. Kiss, kiss, Bill, not my real name.
1: Wow. wow, you guys get people with real concerns. This is a real one. Yeah. yeah. Um.
2: So the boyfriend's thirty three, and he's t- twenty six.
0: That's a big difference in terms of. I I actually think, in terms of where your head is at with finances and stuff, I think that's a big difference.
2: But he's Um, the but the younger guy is the guy who's more focused on saving and
0: and, yes, that's what I mean. Is that at thirty three, it's sort of this is what I want to know though: Is this CNA the older guy not focused on saving, or does he just not make a lot of money? Um, in other words, like, is he, look, most jobs in New York or many jobs in New York or paycheck to paycheck, I would think a CNA would be that sort of a job maybe. Yeah. But I'm wondering, is he not actively saving money or is he well, just he paycheck says to the, paycheck?
2: He says that, I don't know what he's spending on, but he says the thing about having his parents to fall back on, which makes me think that this is what happens is that he lives a little bit beyond his, beyond his me. I mean, this doesn't, he's not saying to us, I came home and he, a hundred thousand dollar Airstream trailer on his right. credit card, right? He's saying he just it's dr- but it's driving him crazy that this guy is not as responsible and on top of it as he is, and that by extension, he also sees this as some sort of immaturity. I assume.
1: And I guess the concern, even though it sounds like they keep things relatively separate, is that the, mo- the day's gonna come where the other one is gonna be in terrible straits and he's going to have to bail it out.
2: How can I move forward with this person when we're not on the same page about what it means to plan a future? And also that this Alder guy's, you know, maybe this isn't, maybe he feels that on some level this is indicative of his commitment level, that that thing where people get angry at people because
1: which yes. usually happens
2: around 29, actually, uh, yeah. where they think you're not serious. You're not getting serious. And so if you seri- if you were serious about me, you would be doing A, B, and C. And usually that sometimes that's true, that they're not serious about re- the relationship. And sometimes they just have bad habits. Uh, but that you've decided to take that personally and internalize that because this is your hot issue.
0: And I got to say, I know... I done exactly what you're talking about, Rana, probably mostly around that age, but probably even a few years beyond, where I was so frustrated with someone I was seeing because they weren't doing what I wanted them to do. And I'll tell you what that can do is make you really unkind in many situations to this person. And resentful Mm. as can be. exactly. And so, I don't know. I think if you're actually talking marriage to this person, I do think maybe one thing to do would just be like my my concern is sort of the finance stuff. I wonder if we could go through a month where we're tracking what we're doing um, with our money or something. I don't know. That's a, it's money is fucking tough. People at people say it doesn't matter. It does.
2: Of course it matters. I mean, we live yeah. in a
0: country where it really does. So
2: But it also just matters because it is an expression of the way as you say, it hits this issue for so many people, which is, I want you to do things the way I do things, or I don't understand why a person could be a certain way, or... And so it becomes about conforming to your norms because there's so much insecurity around it.
0: And also, everyone's perception of money is so different. I mean, it's inherited sometimes, Um It depends on what you make or what you want to be making. It even depends on your happiness level. Are you happy with what you're doing, not making a lot of money, or are you not? I mean, money is a weird thing. Justin, what do you think? I'm stuck. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It all sounds good. It's tough. I mean, I guess it depends. It depends on what the relationship looks like going forward in terms of the difference between, you know, being completely separate in terms of your finances or having a joint (laughs) right account you know um you can't be married and keep things separate yeah well i don't know sounds like they have so far and Mm -hmm. um and if you can maintain that um and then you just determine all right well i'm responsible for this thing right the food or although it sounds like you know they split rent um but uh yeah.
2: The, the thing about the rent is interesting to me because he's saying I pressed him on it and he said he didn't know if he was going to be able to make rent this month. But right. That's, that's a
0: communication issue because that's something someone needs to know.
2: But I don't think that's really what he's saying. I think what he's saying I don't have enough money for rent, but it doesn't matter. I'll just get my parents to help me because mm. that is I, I wonder if he's actually never paid the rent. Or if it's his, he it's his version of, he sorts it out the way, however he sorts it out. And he always pays the rent. So what do you care how I come up with the rent? Right. Is if, if we're playing the older guy, the nurse's position for a second. What do you care? I have never said to you, I need you to cover the rent. I've never, we don't have, there's nothing in this letter where he says he borrows money from me. He... Doesn't pay for dinner right he doesn't blah blah blah
0: you it's it, there's nowhere in here you're saying he's taking advantage of me.
2: He is not negatively impacting your life through his uh his sort of f- financial irresponsibility the reason the way that he is negatively impacting your life is that you can't understand how a person could live like that. And it's driving you nuts. And it's not the kind of... You actually are saying... I is, should I break up with this guy now? Because it's going to drive me cry, crazy for the rest of my life that he's not financially responsible. There are plenty of people that get into marriages and one person does all the finances and the other person just lives by those rules. And that's how that is. I don't know whether you want that arrangement or you don't. My guess is it wouldn't work that well because you'd put him on a budget and he'd come to the end of the month and he'd say, Oops, I forgot to tell you about a tennis racket. Mm hmm. Or 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 whatever a dark but
0: secret like that, yeah,
2: that's how he at the moment his relationship and yours to some extent as well, you're both enmeshed with your sort of family and origin of origin stuff yes, so your the way you deal with finances is shaped by that, as is he.
0: That's what I meant. I think I didn't say it right, but when I said inherited, I didn't mean literally the money you inherit. I meant the behaviors you inherit.
2: Okay. Because I thought you meant the money you inherited, which also I think is part of what's going on here is that this guy thinks there's always going to be a safety net for him.
1: And it's got to be, it's more than just, you know, uh, I don't understand how a person can live like that. In other words, he has to be assuming that things are more intertwined as the years go, as as things go forward, right? Right. At the very least, this is something I want to be able to do, and you won't be able to step up and join me in that.
2: Well, I think that exact statement also applies to another dynamic inside of this relationship, which is that there is a certain amount of resentment or jealousy or something about how footloose and fancy free this guy is mm. about, his, about his lifestyle because our friend here is a saver and is incredibly responsible mm-hmm. and has been that way he says since he moved to new york at 18 he has supported himself
0: balance He's is a checkbook is the only is the youngest person alive to still do that he knows i to where- <laughs> say do
1: they still have checkbooks <laughs> he, <laughs> he knows does. where
2: every yeah. dollar is going And he, there is some comfort in that. He's a list maker. He's a, you know, there is some comfort in that for him. And this other guy, Opposites Attract, or whatever you want to say it, is sort of improvising and making it up as he goes along. And there's always a safety net there to catch him. Right. Whether it's 80 bucks or 800 bucks, I don't know. But obviously his mother's always willing to give him a little something or his father, whatever.
0: And I gotta say, this is it's it's, it's such a. And I, interesting. our
2: letter writer is a little jealous of that. I think. And really, on some what level. you want to
0: say is like, except for the thing that marriage might be coming into it, is sort of just uh, mind your own business a little bit. You 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 you. I have been in this trap, especially when it concerns people I've dated and our relationship to money. Of just, I am the letter writer. I count everything. I'm constantly making sure everything's in the right place. That sort of thing. And any time I've tried to get the, it, it, sort of inspire that in someone else where it's not naturally there, I just end up, like you said before, resentful. I do not think it's attractive for someone I'm dating to be relying on, as they described it, the, their middle class parents for money. Yeah. I don't think I don't like that. I don't I don't like the.
2: He may not respect this guy to stay in, uh, enough to stay. Right,
0: with him. and so then yeah.
2: Which is but fine. I,
0: totally. But I do think if you want to stay with him, it's worth a conversation saying, like, this is bothering me. Um
2: It's definitely worth a conversation with your own therapist about why does this bother me? Right. Because this is under your skin. hmm And you have to figure out what belongs to you and what belongs and to you him. I just don't here. want to
0: be an asshole. Yeah.
2: It's tough though, because this is like, you know, it's like being teased to something. It's just one of those things that it triggers you. It's important to you. It's how you order your universe. And the deeper you get into this relationship, as Justin was saying, the more this is going to be an issue. Now it's time to buy an apartment. Now it's time to do this. Now it's time to move to another city, whatever. Who's covering what? Oh, I... Went into. I spent all my money at Walgreens. I bought fourteen packs of gum and a bag of chips. This is the other guy's a guy that money comes into his hand and flies out of his hand. He's but just I one also of those agree, people. though,
0: that there and I know people like this who, as the letter writer said, do change their habits around money. That it can happen.
2: Sure, they have. You to can want go to, from being yeah. it
0: flying out the window to it all being in the bank. Like you, you can you can learn that exactly if you want to, if you want.
2: Yeah. To. But. I don't think it's as simple as saying to him, this is driving me crazy because it will sound irrational to the other person. It will sound like, why is this? You have to find out what it's really about and then you can address that issue because otherwise it sounds like it's none of your business what I do. That's where every conversation is going to end. But it's the "It's none of your business response also means the relationship is stagnant. That, the rela- that he is giving you the signal that, I mean, people need to be given the opportunity to understand things. That's We talk about that a lot, which is how can they know unless you tell them really and really tell them what, what it is that's bothering you. But that is a sort of sign of stagnancy if he's not really thinking about a more mature arrangement, if that's something you are thinking of.
0: This is not a good comparison at all, but. It's sort of the thing of like trying to get someone sober who has no interest in being sober. You know what I mean? It just I, I get that or that's an extreme get, comparison, or trying just, to
2: get somebody to marry who's not ready to get not married interested. or Correct. it right. doesn't mean that they don't love you but they're not ready or right. but sometimes they're not ready because they didn't understand how important it was that you were ready. So then they have to start thinking about that is this something I really want instead every, of just keeping going along the way you are.
0: And that every decision they make is a burn to you. You know, like every bad financial decision, like you said at the beginning, Ronna, you're taking it personally and it really doesn't have to do with you.
1: But if that's true, if it if it doesn't, and if it really is just none of their business and it doesn't extend into, I'm unable to, you know, provide my part of whatever, then it's up to the letter writer to get over it. You're right. You're (laughs) right. But I, but I, but I don't think that's true. I think uh, inevitably it it does become, especially if they, if they, you know, become more of a married scenario or whatever the deal may be, it it will become a. uh,
2: The fundamental issue is a letter writer lives in the future and in the past and a boyfriend only lives in the present. Right. He doesn't even think about putting money aside for rent.
0: Holly Golightly. <laughs>
2: and so it, it, he'll just figure it out. And the other guy wants to start talking. He may not want it with this guy, but in his mind, he's starting to think, what's my net? I mean, even the fact that he just turned 26 and he wants to put himself in my 29-year-old category. Right. Means he's, he's the already young one worried about like thirty. The older one. Right. He is worried about thirty. He's worried about being a grown up. He likes being a grown up. It feels good to him. And the other guy's not really a grown up. He's seven years older than him, and he lives like a college student. But like he just got out of college.
1: What did he mean when he said twenty six is uh, you know not, oh. not the, the worst age for well head at Rana.
2: 29 you is You should the be worst handing out age. cards about I this, I should. 20, I've got to come up with a paragraph that I can just tell people. 29 is the worst possible age of me convention. Never date a 29-year-old man, ever.
1: Go on If
2: you can avoid it, according to Rana. Yeah, because they're just waking up and understanding their mortality at that point. But unfortunately, usually the ambition, etc., does not match their fear of mortality. So they're not in a position. We're talking about people that are looking to be married and stay, people that keep saying, why can't I get this person to commit? Right. Uh, he's 29, blah, blah, blah. The answer okay. is because he's 29. Yeah. He just realized that he was a man on the day that he turned 29 and that he might have to provide or provide stability. Not meaning provide everyone's a housewife, but meaning create a life. Grow and that up. starts today, yeah. grow up exactly, and so it's always a shaky foundation because if you're in a pre-existing relationship with them, they're having a first a
0: breakdown would,
2: yeah, a midlife crisis, basically I yeah. mean it's a it's their first midlife crisis, and then yeah. they have the second one about you know forty two but you probably didn't have that, foundation. Justin, because you were
1: already like, I'm still waiting.
2: <laughs> Justin has avoided all of his. But Justin was working. His, yeah. Exactly. He's always uh, yes. been
1: working, so. I'm just, just trying to get up in the morning and
2: put yeah. oh, one
1: foot in front of the other. <laughs> sure. Can I ask you a question, both of you, that's a little off topic? Oh, no. When
0: I saw Breakfast at Tiffany's for the first time when I was like a kid, I saw at my grandmother's house or something. Yeah. Were you all a little disappointed it wasn't more about food? I really thought it was <laughs> going to be. Or the Breakfast Club, for that matter. Exactly. Exactly. Like don't confuse children by putting <laughs> these things in your title.
2: Especially children that love breakfast.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But I thought that, the whole thing was about like she was gonna have a fantastic breakfast. I it, know. That's open. why you're gonna that's why
2: that's why a Viennese dessert table is your favorite thing in the world.
0: Cause it's a sure, it's a
2: fantasy of dessert. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So you thought anyway. it was
2: gonna be a fantasy of breakfast. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And I definitely think it was did not think it was going to be Mickey Rooney playing an Asian person. Wow. That that I knew for sure. I that was not in my head at all. So anyway,
1: well it's How? exciting. It means the great breakfast movie is still yet you're, to be made. Justin, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's exciting. There hasn't really been a
0: really good breakfast movie. You hear all about like Dinner with Friends and this and this and my Dinner with Andre. Yeah. There hasn't really been a good breakfast movie.
2: Well, I will say when you think about those, fa- can you think of a fantasy breakfast or buffet? When, I think when of The Little I, Princess. I What's The Little Princess?
0: It was an old movie with Shirley Temple, but she gets a really great breakfast.
2: <laughs> and does she get a gorgeous breakfast in it? <laughs> yes. I think of Beverly Hills Cop when he goes to the Harrow Club. Okay. And they ruin the buffet. And he says, is this the man that ruined the buffet at the Harrow Club this morning? But he goes to the Harrow Club, which is a, sort of men's, some fake men's club in Beverly Hills where Victor Maitland is sitting at the center table having breakfast and the buffet that is, and then he, he ends up throwing one of the guys onto the buffet, but the buffet is something you've, I mean, out of a dream. I hope Eddie Murphy is
1: listening to this episode because he's getting a (laughs) lot of love. You know what? You're right.
2: Why don't we have him and Shakira Kane on the same episode? <laughs> we should, but I
0: would. I prefer today's Eddie Murphy in personal life than the the other one was. Ve- the old one was pretty homophobic. So this Indeed. new one's Oh, that way better. Mo- <laughs> The
2: movies. The movie. Well, that, that movie is the most homophobic yes, scene in the movie. It's of its
0: time. Yes. Yeah, for sure. But it is
2: the most homophobic scene in the movie. Sure, sure. Where sure. he does his character when he comes to the. But oh, as Brian Branson knows, show re-
1: is the uh, is the host, right? Correct.
2: Yeah. No, Bronson Pinchot works at the Art Gallery. I well, oh. I recently oh. watched this, so Brian, I, knows I haven't its seen it in like a mind. decade at
1: least. But yeah,
2: no, he comes to the buffet and he says he needs to talk to Victor Maitland, and they say he can't, and then he pretends that he's his gay lover, and so they're sure. too embarrassed to just pass got his, on his the information. Test for herpes simplex, herpes 6 simplex or ten, exactly. Right. Yeah, yes. So then they say, why don't you tell him yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Not great. But the <laughs> but the breakfast but the breakfast buffet was I something know, to write out I about. I know.
0: You're right, Justin. I'm really gonna have to you know what would be great if you could give me your address when we're done with this so I can come over and shoot some breakfast ideas your way and see what you think.
1: I'm gonna wait for that C B two table that'll be okay. put it on, yeah. <laughs> well hopefully it'll be here any day. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I mean I'm waiting
2: was was the supply chain uh disrupted
1: so i had uh th- this was before that news this is i ordered it like a Uh-oh. month ago and uh the chairs were in stock i believe but mm. not the table so they were waiting for the table was on back order and so uh but are the chairs day, already delivered day. or no, no they're uh, they're waiting so they could be all in one which is I and think is it probably a white day.
2: white glove service
1: uh, I believe t- to some degree that it, it, there is that. They yeah. come say they're going to bring it on the yeah. Da- yeah. I think yeah. they
0: do it. They I don't do know how, uh,
1: how, yeah, uh, hopefully. But yeah. by
0: the way, they don't use gloves, even though they call it that.
2: Yeah. yeah. I'm okay
0: with that. Okay.
2: Dear Ron O'Brien and guest, whatever compliment you have been craving, please feel free to give yourself. <laughs> I promise you it is true.
0: <laughs> Thanks.
2: Sorry, we couldn't bother you for your own compliments. <laughs> You're
0: not kidding. <laughs> Excuse me.
2: I hope my question is seen as a little silly and ultimately a modern day annoyance. I have been married to my husband for 11 years. He is the oldest of nine children, wow. all from mixed homes and relationships. His family has multiple text chats with different parents, spouses, and siblings in each. It can be a lot. I'll say. In the yeah. last several years, there have been arguments within the chats where everyone leaves and my husband and I are the last ones remaining. Uh, my, aunt, does that, isn't that, that, sounds that just,
0: exhausting.
2: what an albatross. How oh, do you
1: leave sweet. a chat? Oh, would they actually like take their, their. Name off the chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So-and-so has left the chat. Right. It's the same as hanging up on someone.
1: I would I would just stop that responding. You have to come crawling back a little to, bit. Yeah. Just yeah. leave just ignore it. Yeah. Mm. Go My ahead.
2: in-laws all speak awful about one another, and when and when anyone is any one of them is not around. So they're That's all talking fun. about each other behind their back. That sounds great. <laughs> My husband really just keeps to himself and half heartedly attempts to peacekeep. In the beginning of our relationship, I joined in his sister's gossip only to have them turn around to use it against me. Of course. Of course speak poorly about me, block me out of events, et cetera. They have only recently added me back into a few of the chats and have recreated one chat that everyone had previously (laughs) left, including my father-in-law. These chats have accumulated over 200 (laughs) text messages today alone. Hmm. They are mostly catty. They'll send pictures and memes that just talk about those not included in that group. I have left group chats before and it only got brought up once to my face. Can I leave again? Do I just wait till the conversations blow up or I get kicked out? The truth is that I don't want to read or know their gossip. I don't want to accidentally see or say something that I, I wasn't supposed to. I feel like a middle schooler who's just scared of these people and faking like I belong. Do I need to accept that this is part of being there in their family and be glad that they've let me back in? No. Should I bring up some collective childhood trauma that I know will cause a blow up? No. It's kind of fun. It (laughs) is. Or keep the chat. Well, if you hadn't, you know, screwed around with Stacy's boyfriend in the eighth grade, I guess we'd never be having this conversation. (laughs) Sure. Or keep the chats muted and play dumb to any topic that's brought up in person. Thank you for your awareness, delicious coffee, and for sharing wisdom. Key, not my actual name. Interesting choice.
1: First of all, you can mute without exiting on that a seems, text chain. I didn't know that. You can. That seems like a great uh, a great option, right? Yeah. Then, then then she gets the best of both worlds.
0: If you could do that on a text chain, I would just mute it and then exactly your answer is right there. Or my other solution is key. I need your email because. What you should do is tell them you changed your number and put mine in there because I would love I was, to yes, be I, on these chats. I, I was would thinking, love to Brian, read this, this yeah.
1: And then would you pretend to be key? Or absolutely, or you, yeah. And I would give
0: my opinions on everything, and you I know mean, how I get key in trouble. But ex- well, that's fine. You know, key under my guidance will join the communist party. <laughs> or <laughs> or will become a revolutionary somewhere. No key honestly. Um put me on this chat. I'd love to I'd love to dig in. But yeah, either mute yourself or g- get out of the chat. It sounds off. 200 texts a day?
2: It this is more toxic than social media.
0: No shit.
2: Yeah. Cuz it's personal. Yeah. Get out of there. I mean, <laughs> if you can mute, fine, but also, why not just leave? Who cares? They're only, they're not talking to you anyway, I hate to tell you. If you're telling me that 11 years ago or nine years ago or whatever it was, the, the, the you had your first incident where you got bit by the, these people, you know, where you played their game and they bit you. They've shown you who they are a long time ago. You don't have to do any of this. No. And you don't have to. It doesn't. They're not including you in the family by letting you listen to them talk
1: Wait, I missed that part. They did something. Cra- I thought she had been married for 11. Years. She, they did something crappy to. I
2: joined in his sister's gossip only to have them turn around to use it against me, speak poorly about me, block me out of events, etc. F in
1: that. The, Goodbye. In the beginning,
2: in the beginning of their relationship, uh, this is yeah. a case
0: of this kind of gossiping. Which, of course, they're talking about you if they're talking about all these other people's. Like anything you say will be used against you. So, what's the point of even being in this chat?
2: And they're gonna talk about you either way. They mm-hmm. either gonna, you just by staying in the chat doesn't prevent them from just talking by staying in it. the
0: family. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and do, and by the way, do what your husband does. He doesn't pay any attention. No. He's ignoring everything they do. Why do you have to be involved? Because you're. And it would be
1: another story if it, uh, they enjoyed it, but it sounds like it's not even like uh, fun. The to read the to read the all the trash. you
2: will be at least twenty percent happier when you leave this chat.
0: And then I would say, if they ever call you on it, like in person or something, just say, you know, I gotta tell you a story. As I was standing in my garage with the gas can dumped all the way over me, (laughs) soaking wet, holding that match, I thought, is this worth it or should I just leave the chat? So I ultimately decided I wouldn't burn myself alive. So I hope it's it's okay with you. Let's see what they say.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's great advice.
0: Or you could say that wasn't key. That was V,
1: my split evil
2: split personality, evil <laughs> twin.
1: This guy Brian, who, who I gave uh, <laughs> the
2: exactly.
1: uh, number two. That's it, yeah. this guy Brian,
0: whose number <laughs> I input on this phone. So you know he is yeah. he is sorry for calling you all those names and exactly sending and s- over a
1: sending all those Antifa memes.
2: <laughs> Why did you leave the chat? It was a lot. I was getting two hundred text messages a day. I just I I cleaned out all my phone. I'm not on any of my chains anymore. Okay, so those are our th- those are our letters today. Now is the time in the program.
0: It sure is, Rana. Where we, we have t- to please. award
2: something to somebody,
0: all right? So, Justin, you might remember this. I do, I do. So we're gonna go through the the three people who wrote in, and we're gonna decide who should get a little something from the podcast. Is it? the friend whose friend is being inappropriate with her boyfriend right is it the financially incompatible partners in new york or is it the just key being distressed
1: about leaving the family chat do we know what, what the gift is we g-
2: today we're giving away i ask rona coffee we haven't done it in a while it's summer it's, it's a perfect iced coffee, particularly the shades of vanilla, I think.
0: I agree. I had it this and morning.
2: So, we're going to let people have a little indulge in a little summer cold brew with the Ask Rana coffee. Of course, if they love it, they're welcome to order it again or subscribe. com. $3 off every bag. Yeah. Always free shipping domestically.
0: Rather be looking at it than looking for it.
2: There we are.
0: Yeah. Fair trade
2: any
1: jerk. Who's still asking us.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's fair trade. What do you think, JK?
1: Well, uh, the, you could give to, uh, the, the, the financial trouble people and then he could, he could sell it to his, uh, his <laughs> significant other so, <laughs> for, for a very tidy profit. That's great.
2: Who's having a hard time and needs a swirl of iced coffee. You think it, do you think he's having the hottest time?
0: It's so funny how the weeks go, because they're sort of all at the same level of yeah. hard time to me. But I think maybe it's him. I don't know. Justin?
1: I mean, I'm always also sympathetic to someone whose a uh, large uh, extended family is a pain in the ass. So I sure. don't know.
2: Sure. <laughs> Well, I'm worried about making him too anxious and hyped up if we give him the coffee he's good. <laughs> Well, you it's know true. who,
0: you know, actually on the thing Justin just said, it would be nice to brew yourself a delicious cup of coffee, sit back, ah, get out of that chat. Click. Yep. Yeah. And then sip it some more.
2: And say, I've done something to take care of my this is self-care. Self-care yep. is clicking out of this chat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But sip. I want her to know if we send her the coffee, you got to get out of that chat.
2: Oh, yeah, you can't have both ways. Mm-mm. If you're not getting out of the chat, send the coffee back to us. We're going to send you the address of the guy whose boyfriend can't rub two pins exactly. together. But you'll have to pass that on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that'll be New York City shipping prices.
2: Yeah. So there you go. Uh, all right. So w- we're giving it to group. We're giving it to group chat. Is that Justin? Are you supporting that?
1: Sure. I mean, look, I hate to leave anyone out, but yeah. And this must be tough where you have to uh, you have to do this and 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 turn a couple of people down every every
0: I'd just say there were a couple there was a couple of weeks ago that I was shocked. At, it was with Alaska, Rana, that I was shocked yeah. at the person Alaska picked. Yeah. I think it was Alaska. And that was one of the one of the few times where I was like, did we give it to the right person? But then I think we <laughs> ended up giving it to something I to someone I else. I think
2: overturned too. her. Yeah. I can't remember what you she might You might she have. She chose somebody and then I decided to veto it that, might, in that my way. I think
1: you're right. Maybe you could do a thing like they do on the game shows where everyone gets some sort of half-ass gift and then the one person gets the good one.
2: Well, are you saying the coffee's not a good gift, Justin? No, no, I just said everyone gets –
1: The people that don't get the good gift also get some sort of, you know, what a trinket of some sort. Could yeah. we offer your white glove services if they end up ordering furniture as well? Absolutely. Other okay, yeah, perfect. I would love we'll to set someone's uh, table.
2: I have to say, up. I'm a little against giving it to the one with the, the family. Why? Because I just think she lacks courage.
0: Well, a lot of people do, Rana. A little caffeine will fix that. I yeah, guess that's true, courage. but
2: I think she knew what she needed to do all along.
0: Who are you gravitating toward?
2: I am sort of gravitating towards, you know, it's true. Everyone is sort of on the same level I know, of trouble today. Well, we haven't uh,
1: discussed the threesome at all. They, they, she, she seems to be out of the loop. True. <laughs> Unless
2: yeah. she wants
0: to serve her a cup of coffee while they discuss this. Yeah. Do that.
2: But I mean, I feel that the guy with the patent is the most in crisis. But I also feel that he needs to, it's tough, but he needs to take a hard look at what's motivating all of his uh, resentment and anxiety.
0: Mm. But then I'm worried, Yeah. that once we give him coffee for free, because he does seem like he's really, really focused on not (laughs) spending money, that he'll keep writing in for free coffee.
2: Or that he'll have to have a new expense, which is he'll have to start buying the coffee.
1: That's true. And we
2: don't want to add to his trouble. No. Yeah.
1: Or you'll probably just see it on eBay, I think.
0: <laughs> Honestly, he might try to make a buck from it. I think you're right, actually. As all right. our initial thought. Yeah.
2: Okay. We'll give it to Key. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, Justin, dear, you can leave if you like, or you can stay to listen to our cliffhanger. It's entirely up to
1: you. I- I'd love to hear the-, the cliffhanger.
2: Okay. Great. And you're not on any social media.
1: I'm, gonna, I'm not. I've remained. Smart. So people How can't have I made follow it this you. Far? No, you'll just have to hope to uh, hope to run into me at Ralph's, which is my my new. Now that I'm Valley adjacent, I go to Ralph's.
2: Oh, I see. Oh, well, the
1: one on Vineland and Ventura, without pinpointing exactly where you live. <laughs> in the little uh, the shopping center, yeah, where there's also like a Rite Aid and the uh, yes, yeah. that's uh-huh. the best it's Ralphs a, in it's the a, city. It's a pretty fancy Ralphs. It's a fancy one, and the aisles are really wide. It's a good one. The Westwood is pretty good too. I seem to remember the one by the Westwood Geffen, the, right next to the Geffen. Yes, so I know the doing one you're talking. you're doing a play at the about. Geffen, then you go there for lunch, and they have like a wine bar, and not that you oh, have wine. Oh wow, Brian,
2: are the you shows, a Ralphs but. shopper?
0: Well, I used to live where, ju- where th- in that area Justin's talking about. I used to, a long time ago, lived in Toluca Lake, mm-hmm. and I would go to that Ralph's a lot. Mm-hmm. I say, Yep. Okay. Anyway.
2: Brian, do you? would you yeah. care to read this?
0: Oh, yeah. Cliffhanger. Dear Robert Brian and legendary <laughs> guest, I should say <laughs> so. That is true. Yeah. Capital L. My sincerest thanks to you for sharing your brilliance, humor, and style. Y'all continue to bring joy. Okay, this is from Texas or the South. Y'all continue to bring joy in these stressful times. I can't sing your praises
2: enough. Excuse me. I do have to ask yeah. a quick style question while we're here. Yeah. Justin, were you offended when Brian uh, insulted your outfit <sighs> on, the, um, on the Valentine's Day episode? <clears throat> I do feel we should I clear, didn't clear insult the air his on that outfit, before Rana. the episode is over. Well, I,
1: I didn't insult his outfit. Don't think I wasn't thinking about it when I put on this. Did it affect? It? We that.
2: were wondering if it would <laughs> af- affect what you wore today.
1: I was kidding. Well, also, I, uh, the one thing I remember is you then informed him that I, that-,
2: that you were watching.
1: Also, yeah, that it wasn't live, that I was just like sitting around when that happened. That's what, true. And also, what was it? Was I in a t-shirt? Is that why? Is that what it yes, was? Yes.
0: And day? Justin, I, I do need to apologize. I never would have said that to your face had I known you were watching. <laughs> That's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> you looked right? great. He right. would
2: have said in the in the family group chat, but he never Definitely. would have said it to your face. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Sorry, dear.
0: Okay. So, thanks, but Ron, I do, I do appreciate you getting there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well. We can't, We have to practice what we preach. If I th- agree. If there are I, things that need to be confronted, we have to confront them. Yeah. Absolutely right, Ron. Yeah. Thank you for thank you again. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I'll go ahead and give a bit of backstory. In 2016, I started grad school and met a classmate who I'll call David. <laughs> when I first saw him, I was instantly attracted. It felt like, wow, I'm supposed to know that person. For context, I was in my early 20s, David was in his late 30s, and we're both openly gay. Wow, they must have been in a graduate program or something. It turns out my feelings were spot on. David and I had a similar sense of humor, bonded over shared experiences, and looked at life the same way. We developed serious feelings for one another and formed an intimate relationship both physically and emotionally. I was in love, and it was, all caps, fabulous. However, there was an issue. He was okay. in a monogamous relationship with his long-term partner. <laughs> oh. Great.
2: Oh, oh. I that's see. an issue. Just a little issue. Just a little issue. Yeah. He yeah.
0: cheated on his partner with me and I engaged fully knowing what was happening. Mm-hmm. It went on for about a year, but it came harder and harder. It became harder and harder to ignore that we were causing harm to another person. It is
2: tough to be a little nymph fat, isn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And the guilt became very real. We ended things, parted ways, ceased all contact. By this time, our grad program had already ended, too. That was about two and a half years ago. Fast forward to present day, and I still miss David. A lot. Enough time has passed that the guilt has subsided some, and what feels most apparent is that I still have feelings for him. Our relationship held far more meaning to me than just the physical aspect, though the sex was fantastic, too. And I miss our friendship deeply. We have several mutual friends, and I've heard through the grapevine that he's no longer with his partner. My question is this, is mm. it inappropriate to reach out to him? And if so, what would I say? On the one hand, the idea of reforming a relationship, uh-huh. even a totally platonic one, so What would I so say? Great. What would I say? Plus, I'd like to get closer about up? the way things ended. <laughs> On the other hand, the nature of our relationship was dishonest, and I'm pretty ashamed of that. Maybe this situation doesn't warrant closure, and perhaps it's very selfish of me to reach out. Since your people's opinions happen to be, re- be right most of the time, I'm desperate for your thoughts. I'm so thankful for any advice you're able to offer. Kiss Kiss M. Please don't mention my actual name. Okay. okay. There it is.
2: There it is.
0: Justin Kirk, thank you so much for What a being, pleasure. You might As be always. our only
2: three-peach. Our three-peach. It might be your only
1: three-page.
2: Well, no, Paul F. Tompkins, oh, I best, Paul F. Tompkins has been Tompkins on three times also, as well. Yeah.
1: I'm not familiar with him. His work. Right, sure his now.
2: oeuvre. He's,
0: yes. He was uh, also in, he was in the production of Angels in America, I Saw.
2: I don't think that, <laughs> I don't believe that. <clears throat> he played so the Emma Thompson part. He played he played the
0: angel. He played the angel.
1: So Paul and I are the Alec Baldwin and Steve Martin of Asgrana. Let's say That's Steve right. Martin.
2: You yeah. both you're the Terry guys. You are both the Terry oh, there guys. You go. Yes. <laughs> yes,
0: you're the Terry guys.
2: <laughs> I got that. Um, you're the Bud Larry Bud Melman's of Asgrana. Sure. Yeah, he was yeah. the little guy that always came back sure. to Letterman. Sure. Right. in. Um. All right, dear, thank you so much for being with us. We thank absolutely you. love spending time with you. We're delighted to see you. And I, your new home looks gorgeous the yes, next time you. I'm Congrats. in Los Thanks. Angeles. Thanks. Please. I'd love to come see it. it I'm inviting myself in right over. Oh, Hopefully CB2 of will of have delivered so, by exa-
1: Yes, yes.
2: Uh, and if people want to hear the answer to that cliffhanger, which I don't know why they wouldn't, they should go to patreon.com slash ask And of course they can join $5 a month, gets them into the carriage house. $10 gets them sauna privileges, Extremely which means they can see the video. Uh, and we have so many fun things happening over there as always. So Correct. have a wonderful, uh, I don't know, something afternoon, summer, summer, Rest of your summer, hot girl summer. I don't know what summer (laughs) it is. It's changing. Every week there's a new summer that people are having. It's true. So just to have your best summer. How about that? Uh, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Have you ever met Caitlyn Jenner? Justin? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, I haven't. Have you guys? Mm
2: No, surprisingly, no.
1: I was just curious.
2: Yeah. Actually,
1: I was the person uh, in the hangar uh, next door, sick of seeing the homeless people that that she was Oh, you were? Okay, 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 yeah, for sure, for sure,
2: yeah.
0: (laughs) What she really is, you know, what a wonderful example for the world.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mm All right, dears, kiss, kiss.
0: Kiss, kiss.